All right. Thank you so much, Kristen, for joining me. I really appreciate you giving up your time today. Um, and obviously, I'll just let um, everyone listening to this is a Fit and Fierce Women's uh, series. We uh, launched this actually uh, when we were in, here in isolation in Queensland. We're very, very lucky now that we've, we've come out of that. We're very, very lucky. Um, and obviously, for you guys, it's still probably quite restrictive where you are. Yeah, so well, I mean, we're, you know, I'm in Sydney and it's, yeah. it's funny because, you know, we, we do have most of our freedoms back, but it's yes. almost like we're on that edge where it's, you know, we're allowed to do most things, but then it's like, yeah. but don't do it, you know. So yeah, it's, that's it's, right. I think psychologically, most people almost feel like we're still in some level of lockdown. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah. nothing, nothing like I'm sure the people in Melbourne, you know. I know, it's crazy. My brother's yeah. actually there, so he's definitely feeling it, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously, I've, I've, I thought of you, um, Kristen, because I have been looking at your courses for quite some time and recently just completed one and I absolutely loved it. Um, and particularly as a fitness professional, um, it's been something that I've wanted to do, but also being very aware of my scope of practice previously, you know, I've yeah. always worked with other, um, uh, sort of health professionals and I worked with a dietitian previously as well. Right. Um, so, and I love doing that, but, um, mm -hmm. obviously I wanted to take my, um, study to the next level and I absolutely loved your course and want to keep doing more. So, which is great. That's really nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to give a bit of feedback to how I sort of got in touch with you. And, yeah. um, and also I think, um, I love your approach to nutrition. You've got over 20 years, uh, experience. It's probably, is it a bit more oh, now? Okay. Probably since you've written <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. 20 years experience. You're a registered nutritionist. Yes. Uh, you're at natural, you've done naturopathy as well. I, I originally studied naturopathy yes. and then I ended up going off and doing health science. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so naturopathy was where I started. Ah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And um, you've also trained in, are you a herbalist as well? Yes. yes. So <laughs> back in the day, back, it was a little bit of a hippie old, you know, back in the late nineties. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, natural. So I did herbal medicine, um, vitamin you know, and, and, and nutrition and also yep. homeopathy as well. Yes. Like, I read that. It's fantastic. Yep. And you've also um, done lecturing as well. Yep. And yep. <laughs> lots, lots and lots of lecturing. Lots of lecturing. <laughs> and my parents always say, it's lucky you've got a job where you can, you're good at talking. <laughs> And um, yeah, so I just, I mean, I was drawn to your program. Obviously I'd seen it um, in Fitness Australia, but also I, I just love your approach because it's a very straightforward, no nonsense approach. And I absolutely love that. And it was very easy to understand and digest all the information that you had. So I absolutely loved that, the um, course that I did with, with your program. Awesome. Um, what led you, you said you were a naturopath first. What yeah. actually led you to become a nutritionist? Why did you then go take that path? Um, that's an interesting question. I can tell you yeah. why I became a naturopath. And <laughs> I didn't do well in my HSC. I wanted to be a lawyer. And I always think, oh, wow. I'm always very thankful I didn't become a lawyer. Um, but yeah, how did I, I think realistically, as, as when I studied naturopathy, I loved it. And I still do. I love the holistic health area. But at heart, I'm a bit of a science geek. So it yeah. really became, you know, really, really obvious that even within the naturopathic, I think there's so much value in, you know, herbal medicine and holistic medicine, mm. but I'm really, really drawn to the science and the research parts yeah. of it. Mm. Um, and that's sort of why then I went into, um, went, uh, and also the, the other part of it was that I am absolutely an exercise, you know, exercise addict, um, addict basically, mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. I'm always doing running, surfing, all that kind of thing. Ah, so, yeah. Nutrition really became a part where 
because that at that at that point when I was doing health science and things, there was a lot more research, you know, and there was mm. there was a lot more evidence based stuff that you could really, in terms of work projects and things, yeah. looking at science based. And I mm -hmm. guess as much as I love um, naturopathy and herbal medicine and things like that, I didn't want to, you know, there was a lot of people when you'd say, oh, you know, I'm a naturopath, they'd kind of go, oh, you do crystals and you do, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. not quite where exactly. I want to. So I think yeah. I went down, you know, the more mainstream path mm, mm. of nutrition science. And then obviously like I did my master's of nutrition through Deakin and that was basically all science. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think the, really it's more the attraction to the science and also mm. just the fact that the, I, there is true there is a reason as well was that I got a little bit disillusioned with the um, naturopathic area of things not because I don't believe in holistic health but there was actually way too much focus on supplements uh, and yeah, okay. so when we were looking at you know when we were doing private practice private practice and that kind of thing it was all about supplements and really yeah. at that point this is in the late 90s I just thought well essentially we're just actually replacing these you know these these tablets with those tablets yeah. rather than looking at what, you know, what people actually eat. So mm, I really mm. sort of got into it in that way too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And do you find, uh, do you still practice uh, the naturopathy on some level? Yeah. Um, at, at the moment? Yeah. 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 I think it's sort of almost come full circle, you know, yes, I mean, yes. where I went, I sort of moved away from it for a long time, mm, but it's, mm. it's interesting because I've been doing quite a few projects and things lately. And, and, and I think, you know, holistic health has, has become much more scientifically robust now. Absolutely, and, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's almost, uh, I actually realise now how much I learned, especially, say, for example, in my diploma of herbal medicine and naturopathy, mm. because it was all herbal-based, and mm. that actually really ties in with the nutrition. So yeah. you know, even yeah. in terms of the main thing that I always laugh at is that people go, you know, you've got a really cool job, and I do. But at the end of the day, it really comes back to, you know, eating healthy food and people go, oh, you've got a really cool job. And I go, yeah, I just tell people to eat more vegetables, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty Very cool. So, you know, but herb, you know, all the botanical stuff act, you yeah. know, and all the herbal medicine stuff actually really sort of put a completely different slant to I obviously work with both the natural health side, but I also work a lot with, you know, dietitians and yeah. academics, you know, and professors of nutrition and things and and they have no inkling of the other side it's almost yes, that yes. somewhere in the middle so yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it's, it's a good spot to be but sometimes absolutely you've not quite got know where you're going yeah yeah absolutely no that's fantastic um and um so you're doing uh, tell me about the work you're doing at the moment you're doing more uh, more still lecturing type work teaching or yeah. So yeah. at the moment, I've actually, um, you know, since lockdown, been looking at, <laughs> as you know, generally, normally, I tend to run away and go surfing over in Bali for most of the time. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I'm doing that. Um, so, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of um, just actually um, a lot more online stuff in mm. terms of even just lecturing and things like mm -hmm. that, both to my sports science students that I work mm -hmm. with, um, elsewhere but also within my own company actually just redeveloping courses and actually up, upgrading them all with regards mm. to more video content yep. more um and you know more interactive zoom sessions yes. and those sorts of things yeah oh very exciting yeah 
And um, what do you think your biggest obstacle uh, has been? You know, you mentioned that you had, you've worked with people obviously very much on the science side and then you've got a naturopathy background as well. What do you think your biggest obstacle has been in, on your journey so far in the health industry? I think it's probably my biggest obstacle is actually also my, um, my blatant honesty in yeah. terms of the fact <laughs> that, um, like I've said to you, it really comes down to fruits and vegetables and, mm. lean, you know, and that kind of thing. And, and what I always try to get across to people is that nutrition actually isn't that magical, even though yeah. I love it and I study it every day and mm. I lo- like I read research articles and I love that stuff. It actually gets me excited. You know, I print, yeah. and, print and look and go, oh, look at this new research. But at the end of the day, it still comes back to we can look at the, you know, healthy eating indexes. We can look at all this, you know, traditional diets, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. it all comes back to essentially, you know, unprocessed healthy yeah. foods most of the time. Don't lose, you know, don't lose, don't lose sight of it. Don't go down the orthorexic path of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah. being particular, but it really just does come down to that foundational healthy eating. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think... You know, even in terms of like, I've, I've done a lot of media over over the years in, you know, mm. done TV, done so yeah. many different interviews. And really it's that kind of thing of when you were saying the biggest obstacle is often, especially in media, they're always mm. looking for the new, you know what I mean? The breakthrough. Oh, you know, tell us about this and tell us about yeah. that. And, and I always go, yeah, but it really doesn't matter because you've got to actually, you know what I mean? You've got to start yep. with the basics and then yep. worry about that stuff. And that's marginal mm. up here. Mm. But unless you're concentrating on the ba- basics, superfoods, you know, you can eat all the superfoods you want, but unless you've actually got your basics, right. yeah. balanced and yeah. diet. Yeah. Um, so it's just, even as I said, why just as a completely, you know, sort of a little bit soul destroying, but I remember doing an interview on the project once yeah. and, you know, and it was about, mental health nutrition and it was great and it was like a, something about brain, I can't even remember brain health and, and, and what a particular food and at the end of it I actually said oh you know but really it just comes down to healthy eating and Rove McManus goes oh well you know we all know that though and I was like yeah <laughs> you know because there's that kind of thing of just actually I feel like I'm all I ever do is go yeah you can that's all great but yeah, you'll come back to the basics. Yeah, so, you know, kind of obsessed with that new, problem. yeah, the new, what's the new quick fix, isn't it, really? Exactly. No, exactly. yeah, which so brings me to my I'm next question. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, yeah, and I think as a, I mean, obviously as a fitness professional as well, I, I, yeah. I get a lot of clients saying to me, but I just want to just do this <laughs> right now and I want to get it done right now in four weeks or whatever. And yeah, why haven't it, I, why, why don't yeah. I? Yeah, and it's been that. a real challenge um, I found personally, which was, to how to then educate my clients that actually this is, you've got to choose something that's got to be good long-term, you know, for your, for your overall health, not just to lose the body fat, et cetera. So, um, which brings me to my next question is, what do you think the biggest issue with the current health fads that you've seen, particularly in the last 10 years are? I mean, yeah. I could probably name a few, you know, you've got, you've got keto, you've got, you know, <laughs> paleo, all sorts of things. But yeah. I guess, what do you think's the biggest things that worry you and probably in the last 10 years? Realistically, probably in terms of diets and things, I, you know, there's so many crazy ones that I almost, yeah. you know, and, you know, I'm lucky in the way that even in my media work, I often get thrown these sort of curveball questions because they'll yeah. sort of say, you know, 
you know, journalists will go, what do you reckon about this diet? And I'm like, yeah. oh, hang on, I'll just, I'll actually go and find it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's almost like a baptism of fire keeping mm. up with all of the diets. Um, and what I, you know, my analysis is, is always the same. Like I've sort of said to you, the honesty yeah. is I come back to what's the most basic. But in terms of, um, you know, in terms of um, what worries me most with nutrition mm. realistically, it's actually the impact of um, food processing and just how, um, in terms of, you know, it doesn't mean I still shop, I still shop at Woolworths and Coles. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't live the life of, you know, God, I wish I did, but you know, I'm, yeah. you know, I've got three kids and, and a husband and we all, you know what I mean? We all just mm. eat normally, but just the way food has actually become so um, processed, essentially, mm. even things like, say, for example, whole grain bread, mm. most, we're not looking at stone ground grains anymore. We're looking yeah. at bread that, the, 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 even if you're getting wholemeal, it's already been processed down, right down to white, and then actually the yeah, you know, good stuff's yeah. been put back in. So even in terms of things like I question you know, gluten sensitivity, I don't necessarily think it's actually coming from the gluten. I think it's mm. very more possibly coming from the ultra processing of the foods yeah, right. that we've just sort of, we've got so many steps back from actually, you know, the, you know, just the basic food just mm. that as in like mm. that apple came from that tree, that banana came from here that, you know, that piece of meat, even things like say, for example, the world health organization saying, um, you know, I'm not a vegetarian, but when they came out with the, you know, the um, uh, cancer link with red meat, mm. it's not that simple because, you know, and I have no, I don't get any money from meat and livestock or anybody yeah. else, but in Australia, our animals are grass, most of them are grass fed. Yeah. Now you can't compare that to, you know, cattle that is being fed corn and, and grains and things in the US that actually mm. is pro-inflammatory and really, really highly reactive. Yeah. And then we come out and say, well, now no, all red meat's bad. Yeah. And the same thing with fish. We know fish is good, but, you yeah. know, aquaculture, is that really the same as mm. you know, where, you know, or can we just get it from a supplement? So yeah. yep. it's just, you know, that, that kind of thing of just moving so far away from mm. how food is just supposed to be. Almost yeah. like just even in our grandparents' generation. That Absolutely. And, and so how do you navigate that if you're, um, you know, you want to go to Woolworths, you still want to, you know, eat your whole grains, et cetera. Yeah. How do you navigate that yourself? Um, I that? do try to, as I say, I've, I, you know, I shop all over the, you know, all over yeah. the place. So I, I do try to actually go and get things from fruit and vegetable suppliers yeah. and that kind of stuff. But as I said, I don't, I, you know, I'm not, um, pristine in my diet in any way, but I do actually try to just even select things like, um, you know, whole um, stone ground um, products. The most, the, the most closely basic, even just looking on the ingredients list, what's the most simple yes. ingredients? Yes. Yeah. Um, in, and, and there's a lot of products in Woolworths and Coles and Aldi and all those things that have those. Yeah. But it's yeah. just just being conscious of aware, a bit more aware, keeping yeah. it over and actually just even not even looking at the nutritional panel, but looking at the ingredients. In ingredients. Yeah. This is a basic food, you know. It's like yeah. Yeah. even things like cakes and stuff. You know, if you're actually going to cook it with eggs and sugar and flour mm. and milk, 
it's going to be a whole lot better than, you know, all the yeah. and preservatives and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Know? So just being more aware and conscious of what you're consuming in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm. And I do think a will, you know, the, the one benefit, you know, I think we've got a few benefits, but even with lockdown, I think more people learn to cook. Yeah, absolutely. Realised yeah. that, you know, because we actually have stockpiles, of, you know, but plenty of food, we actually, re you know, a lot of people learn to cook yeah. you know, better and actually got a little bit more confident about the fact mm. that, you know, we even know if you go, research says, if, even if you go to a cafe or a restaurant, mm. not just takeaway, um, the food that you eat will have more sugar, more salt, more fat, because yeah. chefs will put that in because it makes it taste good. Tastes better. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm. But just being able to cook it yourself, you mm. can actually make healthier choices. Yeah. So it's a, it's a positive of our isolation in COVID yeah. as well as the exercise. I've <laughs> certainly seen a lot more people exercising too. So many people taking out walking and running, you know, than. Oh, <laughs> so well, I'm, a, I'm a, absolutely, I've always been a mad keen runner. And it was yeah. funny because during the first lockdown in Sydney, um, I live above the beach at, at Long Reef and suddenly all these people are like, oh, look, on. I've never seen so many people yes, walking on amazing, hey. And all these people going, I'm a runner now. And I'm yeah. like, oh, so well, no all the dogs got lots of walks, I noticed. There's a lot of people I walking know, yeah. and... <laughs> right. Um so that's, I mean, that brings me to my next question too. I think, you know, you're sort of talking about just simplifying nutrition and, and I think being a little bit more uh, aware, I think... The one thing I've seen too, though, a lot of is um, people, a, a lot of clients say to me, oh, well, I've, I've researched all of this though, so I now I know. Um, I guess, <laughs> yeah, that always, um, I guess I'm not a nutritionist, so I have obviously, you know, cautious of what I do say, but, um, and only with what the knowledge that I have. But I, I, what would you say to people if they're wanting to find out more information? Because I think obviously you can go to a nutritionist, but if you're wanting to, re, you know, research from reliable sources, because there's obviously a lot of information out there, yeah. um, how can they do that if they want to do more of that cooking at home? They want to, you know, find out more yeah, reliable information on nutrition. Look, I mean, the funny thing is that the, the Australian government actually gives out really good information, mm -hmm. even in terms of things like the Australian Dietary Guidelines. Yes, yep. And the Australian Dietary Guidelines are a bit boring and uncool yep. and unsexy. But when I would say 90-something percent of my nutritional advice comes straight out yeah, of the Australian yep. Dietary Guidelines because people say, oh, they're outdated. Well, first of all, they're being redone at the moment, but they yep. were developed in 2013. Mm. So they're not that outdated, you know, but yep. even... Even when you look at the Australian dietary guidelines, even just the, the pot point by point by point, it's actually you go, you know what? No one's going to disagree with this stuff. It's just absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, even just so going, even just things to like eatforhealth.gov.au um, yeah. um, is always easy. Yeah. And then actually, just there's really good, you know, science um, in nutrition. Mm. But what are, and you know, it's, but I would really be looking mostly at government health departments mm -hmm. for, you know, for free, easy stuff, yep. the World Health Organization to a degree, except for their stuff, yep. you know, just, as I said, you've got to remember that Australia's health, I've just said to you that, you know, our, our food supply is highly processed, but it's still a lot better than a lot of other countries. Yep. Yeah, um, we do have access to a lot of fresh produce and things, and we're we're really blessed like that. Um, but yeah, just just also the thing is just using common sense. You know, mm. things that looking back and going, okay, you know, we used to. I, I'm in my forties now, and it's we used to actually almost laugh when you know as teenagers or you know teenagers and twenties about our grandparents being like the meat and three veg yeah. generation. 
But the meat and three veg generation, if people actually just ate meat and three veg every night now, we'd be a whole lot healthier as a nation, yeah. you know. Yeah. So just really just trusting your gut instincts of saying mm. you don't need to go to the organic market. Great if you want to. Yeah. But, you, you know, actually just even things like going, just grab yourself. If you're going to have a snack, you don't necessarily have to have a muesli bar. You can have a banana and some nuts. It's the same, you know, it, it's, it's like a really simple. <laughs> it's like yeah. really simple stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, really basic things. And also before you, my big nutrition tip is always before you go shopping is actually, you know, have an apple or something as you yeah. will, you know, because you'll make much, much better food decisions. when Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the thing when you say it's that simple to people, they kind of go, um, no, because it's got to be yeah, harder and than I, that. And as I said, but the, the media, I've worked in the media for so long and I've, yeah. I've found it amazing and fascinating and I've had so many opportunities mm. for it. But it's always like, but we've got the, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but we, you know, it, it still mm. comes back to the simple. Mm. But, you know, I, I, you still have to find the slant. And as I said, I can find the research and the, and the media angles around it. But it's, it's almost there's that psychology of, like you were saying, first of all, it's the quick fix, but it's yeah. almost like, what I've always said to people as a nutritionist, and that's why I love nutrition education even mm. more than private practice, is because, say, for example, I think I'm a pretty good nutritionist. I know a lot. I've got lots mm. of awards and things. But it really, if someone comes to me in private practice, it's actually whether, it's up to them whether or not they're going to. I could tell them what to eat. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Their decision on whether or not they're actually going to do it. And even say, for example, I almost, I get a little bit jealous of, you know, fitness professionals because at least you know that person is actually in the training in front of you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, as a nutritionist, you go, yeah, here you go, here, follow this mm, one, you know, here, eat mm. this. They'll come back. They're not even going to tell me what's, yeah. you know, that, oh, yeah, I ate this. And because you've got social desirability bias, because I'm mm. a nutritionist, people actually tell me they have a healthier diet yeah. than I do anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. You've just got all that psychology going on. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's still fascinating. And I, there's still new, really new areas of nutrition, but it's mm -hmm. just really, really important to just remember that that's marginal. It's the basics. It's yes, like, the basics. Mm. yeah, it's exactly that. I always say it's like the difference between, say, for example, going and buying some skins or an Apple Watch or something like that for your fitness. Yep which is great, and you, but they're marginal. You still actually still know to Have go to do out. the work. <laughs> yeah. You're actually got to go out and do the training. And train, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's, yeah, I think we're kind of looking, uh, from my experiences, people are really looking for that quick fix. Yeah. And, and it's, it's even the same in exercise too, you know, if I, yeah, how can I shortcut this or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and it's funny, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't think I, you know, still in your 40s, you still care what weight you are, but people sort of go, oh, it's easy for you. And I go, mm. I run 8 to 10 kilometres. Absolutely. You still have to so put the like, work in. Well, I enjoy yeah. it, but it's still yeah. like that kind of, I do that every, you know, six days a week. That's so, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that brings me to my next question too. I mean, obviously you mentioned about surfing, um, running, et cetera. Um, what does your, how do you um, plan, do you plan out your day meals or daily meals or how do you structure your, do you structure around training or how do you actually work out or you are intuitive? Um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty intuitive. And as, yeah, as, yeah. as the mother of three teenagers, mm. um, you know, it just depends on what's actually left in the cupboard by the time you get home, so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's honestly, you know, and there's like, there's nothing left and there's like locusts. And so, you know, sometimes 
Um, I spend my life in supermarkets. But yeah, it, I actually, I probably realistically, even though I've got all the qualifications and can do all the stuff, I really do just stick to have I eaten enough vegetables today? Have I eaten enough fruit? Have I eaten some, you know, some good quality protein, whether that be fish or grass-fed meat or, you know, and I also eat quite a lot of vegetarian options, you know, lentils and legumes and those things. But I really just, the only way that I would say I would plan is actually via just cooking and making sure my cupboard is full of all that stuff. And I, because I don't need to lose weight, I don't actually sit around working out how many, you know, snacks or things. And as you do, you're like, when you do need to lose weight, you actually need to do those calculations. Mm -hmm. But and a maintenance thing, as long as, the, as long as you've got the healthy food in your kitchen ready to go, mm. then you'll actually walk to the fridge or, you know, walk to the fruit bowl and grab something yeah. and it's yeah. there. And it's just being prepared and actually mm. having enough of the stuff around. It's Absolutely. when, you know, you start then looking at, you know, oh, I might go get Uber Eats and I might go and get... Yeah, that's right. And then you don't know what you're actually consuming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And would you say, I mean, it sounds to me like, I mean, I work a lot on habits, a habits-based yeah type i guess programs etc with my clients um because i think that works much better yeah Yeah. and i think what you're basically saying is you know one of the habits you've got in your family is that you've got that fresh food you've got that healthy food already there and available so it's easy to grab the banana before you run out the door sort of thing you know so you know yeah yeah so even if there's not you know there's it's just being able to grab that have a have a jar like i've got banana a jar of nuts on the on the bench you know so even just in terms of even when the you know my kids are getting you know hangry yeah. I'll just kind of like pass them something but yeah. it doesn't have to be I think you know we've all sort of we you know I grew up in the 80s and 90s and things mm. and we all sort of got used to things like muesli bars and biscuits yeah. and all that sort of stuff and I said even biscuits and muesli bars can be great but realistically they should almost be if you're cooking them at home Yes, but yeah. the amount of sugar and things that get added mm. in those mm. in the in the ones you buy in the supermarket are you know are just they're, they're even if they're still okay they're still they're still way more sugar than if you were to actually make them at home. Yes, so you know, and realistically, I don't actually cook much. You know, cook I cook meals every night, but mm-hmm. I, I don't sit around cooking my kids muesli bars or I'm yeah. not that kind of mother. Yeah. But I basically go, as long as there's fruits, there's and, and even just things like whole grain toast. I just go, just have some peanut butter on some whole grain yeah. toast. Yeah. yeah. It's really simple stuff. So simple. Yeah. 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 And you know, yeah. an egg on toast is is far healthier than getting you know, getting a takeaway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think, I mean, we've talked a lot about, um, you know, fad diets a little bit. Yeah. Well, not fad diets, but the, you know, the processed foods. Yeah. What do you think the biggest misconception at the moment you, you think, uh, feel our society still has? I know you sort of obviously pri- you're doing more education now than yeah. private practice. But um, from your observations, what do you think the biggest concern is for our society regarding what a healthy diet looks like at the moment? Look. I think there's always, you know, that collective mindset that somehow we're going to actually nutrition research. And I I am a nutrition researcher and I love Mm. nutrition research, but in so many ways, you know, there's, there's great breakthroughs to be found, but Mm. we actually know the answer. It's like exercise too. We know the answer still comes back to simple foods and just actually 
habit, 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 and actually mm. making that decision in your head because it only takes a while. You sound like you've been doing more practice than I have on that. <laughs> how long, you know, how long would you say when you're working with your clients, how long does it take, take to actually implement? Implement them? a habit. Oh my gosh, it's so individual, but I would say they've kind of really got to concentrate it pro probably seven to 14 days. And even then they've got to revisit that. I mean, yeah. I know the 21 day rule is like yeah. the magic yeah. Um, but when we do it in a program, it, sometimes it might even take somebody longer. So, you know, I think, and the thing is I've got to do it quite slowly as well. So not too much at once. So just, we're doing one at the moment, which is just focusing on one and what the second one's actually in, trying to incorporate as much green veggies as possible. So yeah. just keeping it really simple, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So it's just that kind of thing of just focusing on one thing and also just making that decision that, you know, whatever you're going to actually create into that habit, can you see yourself doing it in two years? Three absolutely, years? absolutely. Um, yep. You know, no one thought we'd be here in... <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're all... But it's that kind of thing of don't even try. You know, I don't say don't try, but, you know, I always say, you know, when the people go on about diets, you know, and mm. as you say, even people know my qualifications and I don't really push my, you know, ideals of food onto anyone really. But when mm. you know, I even have friends who are oh, doing this diet and I, I always still respect the fact I go, is it working for you? Have you lost mm. weight? Are you feeling better? That's all good. It can be used as a kickstart, yeah. but you know, when you, you know, like your decisions still need to be, are you actually going to stick to this long-term? So I mean, yeah. one of my best girlfriends the other day, just kept harassing me. I'm going on a juice diet. I'm going on a juice diet. And I just ignore it because I'm <laughs> like, you won't write me a juice diet. And I'm like, I would not write you a juice diet. It's nutritionally valuable. And it's absolutely. <laughs> and I said, I was, you know, and I'm like, if you want to do it, go and Google that. But it's not. Yeah. So sorry, you know, juice diet, but that kind of thing of just, she just kept, and I said, you know, it's part of the process. And if you want mm. to do that, that's totally cool. And Sometimes we do just need a little kickstart, mm. however we want to do it. But yeah, the idea that she wanted me to sit down and write it for her, and I said no. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's a lot to be said for. I mean, I think there's there's a lot of extreme stuff still being done, you know, out there, which concerns me too. Yes. And I think that's um, um, I think yeah, the the thing is, if if you can implement it and do it long term, that's what yeah. I, I've said to my clients. I mean, yeah. I'm not a nutritionist, but it, you know, they say to me similarly, oh, I've got this. I'm doing this new thing, and uh, that's that's great for you. But <laughs> can, no, no, is that something you can positive. do? It's yeah. not all bad. I mean, no. the thing is, things like you know, intermittent fasting. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, it's yeah. actually, I you know, there is really good research, and also mm. it's been practiced since. A long time. You know, biblical titans it's like yeah. people you know there, there's been cultural and religious reasons for fasting and things mm. and you know and yeah we well, can always go too far we get to the point now where there's stupid you know intermittent fasting where people are actually oh you just have one meal every 48 hours but you can go where and eat and you're like yeah. don't be dumb yeah. but you know the benefits of things of intermittent fasting is yeah there's a lot of you know, our bodies are set up for famine. So we can actually, you know, deal with, we can actually deal without food at times. Yeah. I, know I don't, you know, psychologically handle it too well if I get hungry. Yeah, but, um, yeah for sure. It, but I just think there's, there's a lot of scientific research, but I think the best thing that I ever see when people are actually doing intermittent fasting is they actually realise they don't need to eat as much as mm. 
they have habitually eaten over time. So I think yep. there's a lot of benefit in intermittent fasting. In that way, but, yeah. But, definitely. you know, in a, you know the, two and two five, the five two diet and those sorts of things are actually quite doable and, yep. you know, and, and really just retrain people again. So, you know, mm. there's, there's definitely mm. ways of changing your diet without just yep. going to eat vegetables. Yep, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so, but just those things, sometimes just people need that project, you know, that, that mm. prescriptive approach initially yeah definitely and i mean one thing is uh the ketogenic diet which i know is um being discussed a lot and um i'd love to know your from a science perspective (laughs) from a completely science perspective because i i mean i understand it on a you know very basic level what's happening in the body but i would like to know is that something that you know physically can we actually maintain that long term what's your thoughts on that because i i'm very yeah look this is the one that i'm um Look, I think there are some benefits, and look, even in terms of things like epilepsy and cognitive, you know, this is so. so it's not just people coming. You know what I mean? There's not just, mm. um, you know, wackos out on the internet somewhere making this stuff up. There is, yep. you know, there is really um, robust scientific evidence mm. to say that you can change your diet and follow it in that way, um, and it can be very beneficial in in particular contexts, but. What I just try to actually remind people is that, say, for example, myself, I couldn't think of anything worse than following a ketogenic diet. Yeah, I feel the same way. (laughs) How on earth could I go for a run, you know, Mm. morning and like when I came to those sprints and I know people go, oh, you can. And and I go, yeah, but I don't want to live that way. I actually want to be able to go out and, you know, eat whatever in a restaurant. Like I don't you know i eat everything and anything you know like whatever comes across my plate i will eat it if i if yeah. it looks appetizing yeah. to me. um and i don't i don't want to actually the idea of what i am most frightened of in the ketogenic diet is the idea that you know that that whole measurement in the street like i just couldn't mm. do it i just and also the concept, I mean, the, the idea that the body's going to use fat as fuel. I mean, yeah. obviously we can do that, but it's yeah. not, you know, it's not ideal that body doesn't prefer to train that way. You know, no. I, I judge, yeah, I'm, I'm coming from a training perspective. So Absolutely. I guess. And I mean, yeah. I know that from my own, you know, I've done keto sort of, I've experimented a bit with it and things, mm-hmm. but I even know that if my blood sugar level's low, when I actually go to sprint or even when I'm surfing, when I get into that high intensity, I, you know, I've done a lot of exercise physiology yep. and you need those carbs. Absolutely. You need those carbohydrates yeah. in order to get that really high level sprinting. So even, you know, yes, with things like resistance training and, mm. and if you want to be really, really prescriptive and you've got, you know, particular weight goals or body composition goals and you want to go that way, that's fine. But for me, functionally, I actually mm. want to be able to, you know, if I run, I want to be able to sprint at the end. If I go for a surf and I see a big set coming, I want to actually be able to paddle mm-hmm. that oh, probably over rather than catch it as quickly as I humanly yep. can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I actually, if I don't have enough carbs, I will actually just not have that strength and I'll actually have you know, nausea, vomit, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I'll just will not have that, in, that energy reserve to go from that medium to that high intensity mm-hmm. output. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've battled with it too. <laughs> yeah. Just in training and from a training perspective purely, yes. yeah. So, yeah. And I think um, I've done other programs too. And the other one, um, which obviously is, uh, I guess I don't know enough, I, I don't have the science background that you do. What so, you yeah. <laughs> but in terms of veganism, obviously there's a, you know, quite a lot of people in our community who are going that way. Um, yeah. I mean, I have nothing against it personally, but once again, from a, from a physical point of view, you know, training and stuff. And, yeah. and the biggest thing, um, actually, clients of mine that have had who have been vegan is getting, um, enough protein. That's been the biggest one I noticed. Even you know, I know vegetarians can have the same issue, but particularly I noticed with veganism because if they're not eating eggs and things too. So, um, what's your thoughts on that? And if people are choosing to go that way, yeah. Um, what's your advice in terms of making sure you still get enough, well, of everything that you need, but you know, vitamins, minerals, etc. So, yeah. Look, you know, I I'm not. I'm not a vegan, um, but yeah. I will also, I, I am susceptible to all sorts of things, even as a scientist, you know, yeah. I, I actually, I watched Game Changers and I was like, yes, <laughs> so, I did too. <laughs> yeah, I be vegan. But, and then I actually yeah. went, oh, hang on, no scientist, you know, and I looked at the research and went, no, that, that's actually, but even, you know, as a nutritionist, this is my job, but I'm still like, oh, but I think I want to be a vegan, you know, so <laughs> you know, it, it was very compelling. Was, um, yeah. And the benefit that I took away from Game Changers was, it re absolutely reinforced that if you want to be a vegan, you can be a vegan and still be an athlete. You can. Mm -hmm. But a bit like I was saying with the keto, keto diets, um, you absolutely can, but it takes a hell of a lot of work. And yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit of a work smart, or no, um, work smart, not hard kind of girl. And the idea yeah. of actually being able to get, as you know, from, you know, hopefully from your studies and, you know, previous studies as well, in order to get all of the essential amino acids yeah. you need in your diet, if you eat something from an animal source, if you eat milk, if you eat eggs, so even if you're mm. just vegetarian as opposed to vegan, yep. you will get all of your essential amino acids and you basically don't need to worry. Whereas if you are a vegan, you need to actually essentially sit down and work out, which can yeah. be done, but you need to work out your complete proteins. You need to actually work out your limiting amino acids. Mm. You may well need supplements too. And even a lot of the vegan supplements, things like the vegan meal replacements, that mm. all seem really, really healthy and that kind of stuff. When you really look at it, they're really moving almost back into the territory of supplements again. Mm. Um, so... It's that idea of like, if I wanted to be a vegan, I would not want to be relying on those supplements. I'd be wanting to actually go, okay, I can get, you know, I'm going to have a lentil curry with brown rice and, you know, and some nuts and seeds and all But unless I could do it that way and it takes a lot of planning, mm. then I'd actually go, well, you know what? Why wouldn't I actually have, you know, some, some fish and some grass fed meat? Yep. Um, and some dairy products and eggs. So mm -hmm. because there's protein there and ethically for me personally, I'm not, you know, so I don't have the ethical, um, you know, I, I see the benefit and the sustainability issue, you know, all those things. Mm -hmm. But for me on a day-to-day -day getting up, you know, wanting to be able to actually perform at my best yeah. Yeah. Um, without actually having to spend a huge amount of time, even though I'm a nutritionist, I really don't mm. spend that much time on my diet. I basically get up in the morning, I have a coffee, I have some oats, I grab an apple. You know, it's not mm. a hard, it's, it's, it's really habitual stuff and it's yeah. pretty simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being a vegan would take a, a huge amount of effort and I still, you're always going to live, you know, not always, but as I said, game changes really 
it was a propaganda film. It mm. was absolutely, mm. you know, it was a film as opposed to an actual scientific documentary yes. anyway. Yes. Yes. Um, but what it did really show and what I liked was realistically for my son, you know, I've got teenage sons and I really, what I, the, I took the benefit of actually saying, you, you know, you can actually eat more. It doesn't mean, mm. you know, let's move away from meat, 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 eggs, yeah. you know, fish tuna yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. There's a whole lot of benefit in, in you know, plant-based proteins. Absolutely. You can just mix it up a little bit. Not, exactly. Yeah. Dietary variety. First, first Australian dietary guideline. Yeah, exactly. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's, um, yeah, I was, I mean, I, I loved, I think once again, it was a great, it was a very well done movie, yeah. but I think once again, yeah, I went, oh, I'll just go and do a bit of research. <laughs> so, and I think probably they would have had to consume a lot more, I think as well, to be able yeah. to still hit you know, that what they need for their body yeah. for the training and, protein wise. And, and yeah. just, yeah, just in terms of the actual film, you know, the, the way, even when terms of things like I was just touched on before, briefly, like the limiting mm. amino acids and things, mm. they, you know, they basically said, you know, things like, you know, lentils, they have all of the amino acids, which they do, mm. but as you know, even from your studies, but not in enough, you know, so there, there was a lot of sweeping over even the mm. idea of protein complementation was actually not even covered in grain changes. Yeah. And it's the body's ability to con- uh, absorb it as well, right? So that, you know, your bioavailability of the proteins. Yes, yes, um, yeah, yeah. Which eggs it? is one of the highest ones, for example, isn't it? Yeah. So, See, you know. there are, I would prefer my basis would be, I would prefer to actually make sure I'm, you know, basically eating even eggs that are not cage, you know, cage, yes, yes. you know, that or looking back to the, the least processed, yeah. eggs, the least processed meats, etc. I mean, ideally in hunter gatherer stage, you know, we were, I wasn't, you know, but we, you know, we were actually chasing down our animals. They were lean mm-hmm. animals and they ran away from you when we actually had to chase them and you only yeah. got meat occasionally and you had to actually rely on plant based foods a lot. Right. So, yeah. you know, we've got to just actually think back to, how you know we don't need to go back to paleo or anything like that no. but how um you know just just actually eating those basic foods mm. and the least processed yeah yep yep well that's probably yeah you probably answered my last question anyway so i was just going to say what's your top two tips to eating a healthy diet and getting i guess results long term you've kind of probably already answered that <laughs> Least processed. Because if I always say to people, like I, I lecture even like first grad degree, for, uh, you know, undergrad degrees, the students and, you know, they're 17 and I actually, you know, 17 and 18 and I go, okay, how many servings of vegetables do you need to eat? Yes. Each day? You know, really, let's not even get to the rest of the dietary guidelines. How many servings? Yeah, start with that. Five. Mm. Okay, five. And I'm like, who really, the, you know, go, if you, mm. even if I send everybody, I'll, I promise I won't, you know, set you guys homework, but even if <laughs> I said to you, you know, okay, this week, your only homework is to eat five servings of vegetables. Mm. Don't mm. care what, you know what I mean? It's like, mm. you can eat, as long as they're different vegetables, it's not five cups of potatoes, it's just yeah. five vegetables, five servings, actual servings of vegetables per day. I guarantee you would actually feel better yeah um, probably lose weight um all these amazing things mm, and that would be the, that. The, you know diet yeah. number one is like yeah. do that and then actually come back and talk to me i don't care if you go to mcdonald's afterwards yeah 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 yes. and like, you're probably not going to feel like eating anything else after <laughs> exactly. so like you'll be full and or even, yeah. if, even if you're not full you'll eat less i mean that yeah. was even when my kids were Absolutely. growing up it was yes. that kind of thing of like 
yeah, you can have that, but you have to actually eat some healthy stuff first. First, yep. Yeah, my parents said the same thing. <laughs> have the banana first. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic, um, Kristen. I really appreciate all that. That's a, um, a lot of great tips and just, I guess, no-nonsense advice and you know, background, which is, you know, exactly what I think people need. Uh, I think particularly now to the, uh, as you said, they, they are cooking at home. But I think also, you know, I think it's, it's going to be a collective kind of, uh, I guess, coming out of not trauma, but I guess a stress, isn't it? So people are, their bodies are gone through stress. So I think eating... As, as well as we possibly can is really yeah. going to help us, you know, it, it's going to help our mental health as well, you know, so oh, no, I think, yeah. you know, okay. yeah, feeling better. We're gonna, and then we'll want to do more physical activity, you know, too. So I think exactly. we're better. Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. You know, so, as I said, so there are benefits to this situation. I'm trying to yeah. see the lines, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, in terms of actually, as I said, learning to cook, eating more vegetable, you know, eating more fruits and vegetables, but also, as you said, the amount of people who actually, you know, I, I I didn't cope that well when the gym closed too, but, you know, when gyms, but the idea that actually people went, oh, I can actually go out and walk mm. and run and do these things. Yeah, it's a, it's a big positive. Yeah. Huge, so, yeah. you know, I absolutely. think we get to see, you know, there's absolutely, there's so many awful, awful, you know, drawbacks to this situation. Mm. There's, you know, there's definitely some, you know, some good. Yeah. Good I think we've just had to shift, haven't we, really? So shift yeah. our habits and. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate because I know you're a busy lady oh, thank you. <laughs> with thank three you. children, and yes. and um, and I got a lot out of it too. It's just a, it's a really nice confirmation of you know, obviously, I want to make sure that I'm giving my clients the best advice and support, yeah. and um, yeah, obviously, you know as I said, just from the challenge we're doing at the moment is vegetables. <laughs> so eating thank vegetables. So that's a good deposit. Like you, <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. That's the kind of thing. And, you know, we look at all those diets and I go, yeah, but you know what, everyone, what else did you do? You actually started eating healthy yes, food. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. Did. And, yeah. and long term, that's going to make a massive difference to your yeah. overall health. So, yeah. yeah. And as I said, as Australians, we are, we do have really good food security in terms of we've got a lot of Absolutely. Access. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. I'm just going to stop this live stream. Thank you so much. I think everyone's going to get a lot out of that. So Awesome. Thank you so much.